Welcome to Kingdom Minded Podcast with Ray Munoz. Welcome everybody to another episode of Kingdom Minded Podcast. It's me, your host, Ray Munoz. Well, hello everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're staying healthy. Still hope you're staying safe. Hope you're not going stir crazy uh, by staying in the house. Um, but it's another week, folks. We're here. We're we're still pushing. We're still going. Um, I'm so glad that I get to, you know, connect with you guys weekly. And I hope that these episodes have been a blessing to you guys. I've hoped that they um, are really just, you know, helping you guys out in your ministries. Um, you know, that's that's the end all goal here is to help each other uh, grow our ministries and get ourselves out of places that we're stuck in or what have you. But um, let's go over uh, this last week. So this week was actually really, really busy um, for me. Just a lot of stuff going on, preparing, um, you know, getting stuff set up. And we had our, um, you know, kids church stuff going on um, throughout the week uh, kind of felt like I was getting back into the groove of things with just you know midweek service the week before I had injured my back so I wasn't able to uh, be it wasn't able to do my lesson on Thursday so this week was the first week back and so you know just trying to make it special and just letting them know I missed them and you know just hitting the ground running Saturday we had uh, recording um this week's episode for Kids Church, and it was boy oh boy, I tell you what. <laughs> so <clears throat> the week before, we had a great idea of doing a worship Sunday, where it's just worship songs, and so in theory, it sounds awesome. And we were like, yeah, let's dress up. You know, back then it was probably about sixty to seventy degrees. Um, we we're like, let's dress up. Let's wear tennis shoes like we do at our church. We have a, a worship night where we wear just tennis shoes, and so comes that Saturday, that Friday, and it's 90-something degrees outside, um, and nobody wants to dress up, and I'm like, well, we already told them we were, so it was just one of those things, like, you're staying to your commitment kind of thing, and so we pushed through it, and it was definitely uh, tough uh, because it was hot, um, didn't want to be in dress clothes in 90-something degree weather, jumping around and doing uh, a bunch of songs, and man, I, I had... It was a lot of songs. It, I think when we had the original playlist, it was 45 minutes long, just music. And then we cut out a song and it made it 33 minutes. And then we finished recording. And then after that, I'm editing the stuff and I got it down. And man, I had a hassle this week with um, IGTV. So apparently IGTV only allows you to put up a certain amount of gigs for a video. I did not know that. There's a limit on how much gigabytes you can put on the video. And so it only allows you to put six, six, um, 6.8 gigabytes of video or something like that. I may be really off, but uh, just something along the lines. The video we had was way over that. I tried cutting out things, and I ended up it ended up being a hassle where I couldn't even download it that night, and I had to only download it in separate videos. So 
it was a pain in the neck. And I don't know if it was just the quality. So if someone else has an idea on how to fix that, um, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, but we, I couldn't get it. And so anyways, I had to wait till the day of to load, to upload it. And it took forever on the platforms I was using because, um, I didn't use the way that I normally do it, which is I upload everything on the Saturday night. So then that way Sunday, I just publish it. Um, it didn't work out this week. So it came out a little later. Um, but Hey, so all around, we had a good idea, just not the best circumstances this week with it being so hot, but hopefully the kids loved it. And, um, I did learn some new stuff today that, um, we didn't get flagged for the music that we put in the video. Um, we put music in the video, but I have been doing this before we were embedding the music in the actual video before we were just recording it in the background. Um, but I was putting the artist and then, or the song name and then the artist it was by, um, I was doing that normally just so the parents, they could see it. They can download the songs for their kids, um, and listen to it. Cause most of the time people don't know the name of the songs that you're doing. So, um, I thought it was a really nice feature. We, we started doing from the beginning, um, but I'm not sure. So Selena and I were talking about this and I was like, weird, it didn't get flagged. And she said, yeah, she goes, I was like, well, do you think it's because I put the, uh, artist there? And she said, yeah, that could be it. So maybe that might be it. If anybody else has any more information on how that licensing stuff works, um, obviously that's the number one worry is about putting up a, a video with a great song and then you can't do it especially if your worship videos are made with that song it's it's put you in a hard place to try and get out of but um the video came out pretty good so you can always check it up i, I shared it on my story um but you can always jump on our page and take a look at it um just some different stuff going on the worship songs were still made with the songs in the background um i'm trying to get real time recording with that with the great with a better audio um but i'm not a tech person like that i i talk, i actually called um one of the videographers from my work um he he is really good at you know interfacing and stuff like that and he was telling me how to do it with the camera the only problem was is that if we input it into the camera we couldn't hear the song only the camera would hear the song so it's still in a place where we can't hear the music so we're working on it we're trying to get this down but um you know, it turned out really well. Um, you know, obviously just a lot harder, but you know, we're learning, we're learning, we're learning. Every day is a different, a new lesson that we're learning from this. So, um, but I'm going to keep it real short today, uh, because we got a great episode here with some great folks. And so I don't want to take too much time, but I just want to let you guys know, I appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you taking the time, um, out of your day. And hopefully, hopefully this is uh, being a blessing to you guys in your ministry. So without further ado, folks, here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so I am here today with two very special guests. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, folks? All right, so my name is Brother Chris. I'm with the Pentecost of Hayward. I'm the Sunday School Director, and I'm with my wife here, Sister Jen. Hi. And uh, you... Uh, yeah, we're we're just in charge of the Sunday school ministries and all the children activities that we do at the church. Awesome. And these are two people who have become very good friends of ours here um, at the podcast because they ask lots of questions and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, you guys have been sticking around, I believe, since the beginning of the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I think um, you had tagged me in something, and I was like, oh, what is this? Because I always look out for for podcasts um, that interest me, especially when it comes to children's ministry. And I haven't really found one um, that I found really res- as a good resource. And your your podcast is such an amazing resource for me. Yeah. I'm always inspired by the people that come on and by you and uh, by your team. So it, it's I, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, we actually, I think, first started hearing about the, the podcast at the uh, Southern California Children's Podcast. Uh, Last year, uh, yeah, it was a couple years ago at the at the children's conference, and uh, that's where we heard about it and started following it from then. So it's been been really good. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate. It. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been around. It feels like you guys have been here since day one. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. but it's good. It's just awesome because we have we've just grown close through the podcast. Uh, Jennifer and Selena talk all the time. Um, yeah. and we're always messaging each other back and just saying, Hey, what about this idea? What about this idea? So it's definitely, uh, it, it's good to have you guys on here. Finally. Um, you know, we've been Thank on, this, we've been on this journey Thank together. You. <laughs> yeah. So, Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, and then, you know, you guys are up there in Hayward, California. That's Northern California, correct? Correct. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you have a lovely daughter. That's yes. Linda. Yes. And she's always joining. Ellie. Yeah, she always joins us on our uh, kingdom groups conver- conversations. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, she's so, a regular participant. Yeah, we enjoy having her with us. Um, and then she yeah. also, you guys also join in online on our Thursday night right now uh, for our lessons. Yeah. And so um, it's always good to see you guys around. So I'm really excited that you guys are here uh, with us today, and uh, we're going to be talking about. Uh, I think this is a really important subject because. Um, obviously, you know, we're still in living in today and, um, most of us, I say most of us are still, um, kind of on lockdown, you know, uh, we're having online services. Um, but I think that, you know, and I've, and I've kind of had this, uh, this view on all of this stuff that we're doing, um, lately is just like, yeah, we are doing online services because it's kind of a a requirement right now, but I think a lot of this is going to carry over past this time of quarantine yeah um and there's a lot of great stuff that we're coming up with that we are like i know for sure that we're going to implement um once this is over and we're going to continue to do um but today's topic i want to talk about is keeping our children connected um and i think that i've been looking around at different people there's a lot of people that are doing um some really great ideas um but just uh from jennifer and then you chris the, the conversations we've had about um, some of the stuff that you're doing, just sharing ideas. I think you guys are doing a tremendous job with that. And so... Thank you. Um, you're welcome. And then that, you know, like, I think this is really important because we can post content all the time, but if we're not engaging our kids, um, we can run the risk of losing contact with them. Um, right. And, you know, and just this right now, it's a digital era that we're living in. Um at least for California, we can speak for sure. And I know you guys have definitely been, um, it's been a lot more strict up there as far as the restrictions, correct? Yeah. Um, I mean, for the most part, they they shut us down in the Bay Area right away. They're pretty much these six Bay Area counties, they said, you know, a shelter in place right away. 
And um, those rules kind of became more and more strict as time goes on. And um, they're definitely enforcing it. You know, I have coworkers who are getting pulled over on their way to and from work, asking them where they're going, what are they doing? So it's definitely something that we're, we're dealing with over here a lot more so, I think, than other counties and other areas of the state. Yeah, you have to, you, you can't go into certain stores or actually most public places unless you're wearing a mask. Um, you're supposed to be staying six feet away. I haven't personally seen anybody be pulled over, but they have said that if you, um, you could get basically a thousand dollar ticket. Yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been pretty yeah. crazy. And I think that we're um, over here. In, we're in Southern California, so it's a little bit different. Um, we're trailing behind you guys. Uh, it hasn't been where people are completely locked down, um, you know. But we do like you know the letters and everything like that. Like I have a letter in my car uh, for when mm-hmm. I have to go to work. Um, that's right. giving me or granting me uh, access to drive around. Uh, the times that I need to go to work. So it's definitely, yeah, I think you guys are probably feeling it more than we are over here, I, I, you know, but it's definitely a lot different. And so you are you guys allowed to go to the church right now? Um, at this point in time, we are. And, you know, we actually got a letter um, from our pastor that what we what we got is essentially a letter saying that we are essential to the service, mm-hmm. essential to the, you know, the, the church and, and it, it moving forward. So, um, we're kind of using that if we need to, if we need to get, you know, explain what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so we have that as an option for us. Um, we haven't so. had any issues, though. Yeah. I mean, I personally haven't. I go there at least once or twice a week. Yeah, we're 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 go there pretty much every single weekend to set up everything for um, Sunday morning. So we're 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 literally going there at least once to twice a week. Yeah. And I think this is really important to kind of talk about as this little portion right here is because there are some people that are saying, well, you know, I still can go to my church right now. Or there are some people even saying, I can't go to my church right now. I, I can't leave my house. Um, yeah. You know, so this different viewpoints of it, like right now, we're currently allowed to come to the church, um, which is helpful because we can still run our ministries. Um, right. Even though we can't have the kids come, we can still come down here. Like we were just talking about this. Um we came down here this Saturday and uh, recorded our service and you guys were there at the church yesterday and setting up and getting everything ready. So do you guys record on Sundays? We actually do a mixture of things. So um, what we have been doing is we have been doing pretty much all live on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And so that means we're recording at, at during the Sunday morning service. And um, we've kind of felt like it's really important that the kids are kind of get the same kind of Sunday school experience and, and don't get me wrong. Like if, if it's going to be at a different time for your church, whatever, that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but we wanted to like offer something for the kids. So that way also too, the parents get the most out of the service, you know, their kids can be focused on Sunday school while the parents are tuned into the message um, that's being preached. And so what we're doing is we are offering our services at 1030 in the morning for the kids. So, So sorry to interrupt you really quick, but, so logistically, it works out for us because um, how our church is handling the um, the ordinance is we have home groups, and within those home groups, we're um, 10 people or less. Mm-hmm. And then so what we do is for the people who have children, they're in a separate room, and they have an adult that helps them with um with them going live with us. Yeah, on Sunday okay. school. For Sunday school. And then um, 
and then we do Google Meet, and then we also do Instagram Live. Yeah, so just to kind of go backtrack a little bit on that, I think really at the end of the day, like, you know, this works for us in our situation. It might not work for everyone. It's yeah. an option, obviously, if, you know, it depends on what your church or pastor are doing, you know. Mm-hmm. But if if it works out for you, great. If not, you know, there's other workarounds, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for us, what we're doing is we're trying our best to um, allow these kids to have something during the time of Sunday school that they would normally have Sunday school. And um, it kind of, like I said, it brings it back to the whole fact that the parents can spend time um, typically those home groups, those parents will be tuned into the live service at that point in time. And, um, you know, they don't have to worry about, Hey, you know, my kids are doing this or doing that. They're, they're focused on Sunday school as well. Mm. So it kind of gives them, frees them up to do that. Um, and then, so we're working with the kids at that time. And so that's when we would be live. We're doing, like we said, sister Jen said, is we're doing the Google meet, um, which is like a, essentially a, a mimic or a, a similar to a zoom call yeah. a conference call, essentially a conference call. Um, yeah. really good. Cause we get to see their faces kind of like a face to face thing. Yeah. Um, we also trying to do that Instagram live because of the fact that there's people who might find us through different means and we don't allow just anybody into that group or that, that, Google Meet. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason being, obviously, we're not going to welcome somebody that doesn't know. We don't know. We're not comfortable with. Um, but you know, if we get to know you, we understand who you are. You know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Then we would give you a link so you could join us. But um, yeah, so we're, we're keeping that pretty much private to our local members, and um, you know, we'll open it up as necessary to those who come on board. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what we're doing right now at this moment in time. Yeah, so if we've encouraged the kids to invite their friends, and they can most definitely join the Google Meet, we were just taking precautions with, um, I believe, with Zoom, they had um, some hackers come on to some classrooms and just show inappropriate images yeah. during the classroom so they could take over. Mm-hmm. So that was just one way that we, we were able to control that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's that's really and that's I think that's really a, a good point that you guys are bringing up because um that's a, that's becoming an issue now. You know, all these right. churches are meeting on Zoom. Now we have to start worrying about people hacking into our groups um right. and potentially um putting our kids in danger, you know? Yeah. And so that's I think Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just say, I think if we're going this kind of medium or this kind of route when it comes to like conferencing and meetings of this nature, we have to use and ex- execute judgment and wisdom to be able to say, hey, you know what? If there is a vulnerability, vulner, vulnerability, yeah, vulnerability here or a situation where you know, um, you know, we could have a problem, we need to use the best judgment as we can to eliminate that problem or to not have that problem, mm-hmm. and so. Be wise about that. If, if that is a route you choose to go with, you know, your children's ministry or even with your church in general, like we have to be careful and mindful, look into all the different security risks, look into all those things and find out which platform will work for you, which one you can be a moderator over and not allow other things to happen. So I think that's something that everybody, when they go to use these systems, they should be mindful of and look into. You know? Yeah, because we were we we're exploring other things, and we're we are not um, technology people. I mean, hmm. we can be to an extent, but we, for the life of us, we we tried to do <laughs> the YouTube live, and it just was not. Yeah, it was just not working. I, so, I can barely run know. an Instagram account, let alone try and run <laughs> anything else yeah. other than that. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would say we are not on the leading edge of technology, or we're not cutting edge tech savvy people. Yeah. We 
we pretty much trail the pack when it comes to this stuff. But oh. we're just like the average, you know, use our phone. Uh-huh. Consumer. It, made, consumer. it made me laugh because uh, you guys joined uh, the web seminar uh, with Brother James Wang and Next Level Kids Ministry on uh, yeah. and they were talking about interfaces and all this stuff and i just typed in there english please <laughs> yeah <laughs> right absolutely I, was I, like, what? I don't know any of this you know like i'm like if you use this encoder with this that and the other yeah. and it's just like well i'm just okay. like man just show me how to press live and go <laughs> yeah yeah um, exactly that's what i exactly. want <laughs> but right. i think i think this is really important because you know like our our youth group uses zoom a lot and they only um you have to text the youth leader to tell them you want to join and then they send you the link. Um, so that way, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, unfortunately we want to, we want to believe in the best in, in this, in society. But you know, if you're posting the zoom link on your church, Facebook page or, or anything, anybody can just jump in and click on that, you know? Exactly. And so you're getting people that you don't know. It could be an adult. It could be a grown person that's trying to jump into a, a group that says it's geared for children and putting your yeah. kids in a very unsafe place because you don't know what's going right. to happen. Um, yes. You know, just the way that it is right now, you, you have to be very, you know, and that was something I think that a lot of people when they were starting all this, they weren't thinking about, you know, right. Because, exactly. you know, as, as us, as, you know, as, you know, Holy Ghost filled people, we're not thinking, Oh, someone's going to jump on, you know, but we yeah, have, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's at yeah, least think, me. I'm, I'm when I'm creating something, I'm like, oh, you know, great. I'm gonna do an Instagram live. I'm not thinking of some random person jumping on, and start commenting whatever, you know. Yeah, right. and, absolutely. Yeah. And so we have to be very yeah. wise. And I think you hit that on the head. You nail on the head is saying you have to be wise and just you know take the precautions. It doesn't mean that right. we have to stop or limit. Um, and you know, and I think that's great that how you're offering an option for your children that are attending, um, your church, you know, to see them face to face. And then you have another option that's just for whoever wants to join, you know, you're, li- right. you're limiting, you're limiting them on the access they have, but you're not limiting them on being able to hear the message. Um, exactly. And I think that's really interesting how your guys' church is working out. And I think it's great because, you know, like you guys are doing small groups and you think about, you know, if you've ever been to a home Bible study, uh, the kids are usually running all around the place, you know, um, yeah. at least that's yeah. what I remember. My my memories of home Bible studies and groups is that the kids were either as a kid, I was either really bored because I was sitting down just listening to my parents, you know, get uh-huh. taught a, a Bible study. Or we were running around with the friend with the person's house that their kids and we were just going crazy. Um, yeah. So I think it's really I think it's really great how you guys have um, um, scheduled this is that you're having it simultaneously. Um, yeah. And that just works for you guys. You know, it it may not work for our church, but I think it, if someone's listening to this and you're saying, hey, you know, my church is having small groups and we're having a hard time with the kids. Um, and this is a great idea. I, I think to me, it's, it's a tremendous idea because you're, you're trying to prevent the issues from happening right now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and like, I mean, there is no, I think, you know, one size fits all in this situation. And so, you know, having all the options available and saying, Hey, maybe we can do it this way, or maybe we can go to a schedule time later. I mean, just knowing what options are out there for you and your church and whatever you're doing, like that, that's going to help for everybody. And, and, you know, like I said, you know, these work for us and it might not work for somebody else, but 
Um, if it works for you, great, you know, take it, use it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, can I go back really quick? I want to go back one more thing to that. Um, talking about like having a control on the systems that we're using and what we're doing to help protect our kids. Uh, one of the things my wife and I found out was that it is very difficult to do a lot of these things um, and still kind of keep your thumb on that uh, as far as, you know, keeping everything going in the right direction mm-hmm. and smoothly, safely, and all these things. And um, I know there's people who can do this, and, and kudos to you, too, because you obviously have shown you can. <laughs> but um, it's been difficult for us. You know, like I said, we're not on the leading edge of this. So yeah. um, because it's difficult, what we found, and and this is kind of helping, and we're, we're implementing this now, is that, my wife is doing the moderation kind of of the actual like Google meet while I'm doing maybe teaching the lesson or vice versa. And so what that allows is we can mute all the mics and say, Hey, raise your hand and we'll have like a grid view up of all the kids. And when I see one of them, I can point to them and you know, my wife can make sure that that person's ready to go unmuting Mm -hmm. mics or talking to the person or, you know, typing into the group chat, Hey, you know, this person, you know, has said this answer or, or whatever it is, but having that moderator behind the scenes has really kind of, um, helped control control a lot of this. In the beginning, it it was really chaotic. A lot of the kids were talking at one time Mm -hmm. we couldn't answer questions or, you know, you hear the mom yelling in the background of the kid who, (laughs) you know, you know, their grandparents come to the church, but their parents don't come to the church, so they don't really care. So they're yeah. talking to them, and you know, there's a lot of feedback. Oh um, yeah, you get two people in the same room who are logged in at the same time, and you start hearing the squelch because of the feedback, and it's like, you know, you're, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So what I've done is I've kind of started the calls now, just reminding the kids, like, remember when you log in. You know, your your mic, mute your mic, make sure your camera's on. We want to see you. That's the whole purpose of why we're doing this video conference, because we want to see your face. Yeah, we want um, to be able to judge your reaction, get that interaction from you, um, see and, and evaluate your participation, know where you're at as far as, like, are you paying attention to the service or are you just playing your Nintendo Switch, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've had to, I have had to mention that before, you know, like, because I've seen kids, they easily get distracted. It's natural, and yeah. I have you have to gently remind them, you know, now is not the time to play with your toys. Now it's time is God's time. So I need you guys to, you know, pay attention. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it took maybe like two or three calls and the kids got it. Now they raise their hand. I I, I don't know if anybody else is feeling this right now, but what I would give to correct somebody right now. <laughs> oh, I know, right? You living yeah. you guys are living the dream right now. <laughs> oh, I know. We, we get to see our kids all the time. We love it. I yeah. can't remember yeah. the last time I corrected somebody. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the little yeah. things you're missing. It's like, man, I, I just want to just send somebody out right now. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna have to talk to your parents. I'm just gonna yell at somebody in here. There's nobody in this room right now, but I'm just gonna yell at somebody. Yeah. Oh go ahead. I just really think, you know, getting back to that is just that, you know, if you're gonna do something like this and you find it difficult you know, try to solicit help to get somebody to help you as a moderator. Yeah. Try to get somebody to help you run the system on the backside so that way um, it goes smoother because the kids will notice it. 
Um, and they'll also notice the, the extra effort if somebody's on the other end kind of running it at the same time. So um, they pick up on those things. And definitely if it's going smooth, they'll see that and, the, and they'll appreciate it, obviously. And, and things can go smoother, the better. Right. So um, don't don't think like if you're doing this, like, oh, man, I can't do it alone. Like, you know, yeah, it might be tough, but try to get some help. You know, if you have another Sunday school teacher who can help you, um, whatever you got to do to try to get somebody else to help maybe help with that moderation would be would be a great key i think a big bonus tip to somebody who's maybe struggling feeling like i got like my hands are full i can't do it all at one time i mean it just depends honestly like if you're doing because we do sunday school and which is more of a i don't want to say production but more of a bigger program yeah and then when we have devotions during the week yeah that's way easier to do it on your, on your own yeah it's more mm-hmm. scaled back that's more you yeah know, very yeah. simple it's a smaller yeah. scale, but you know you're still giving out. You know, um, and I think yeah. and also when you're when you have a moderator or somebody that's controlling the group for you, you don't even have to be in the same room. Am I correct on that one? Yeah, you yeah. don't. Yeah, you don't have to. So yeah, I heard so. I heard about it, someone doing this. Like they they set like let's say I set you as the moderator, but I'm teaching the lesson. Um, we could be on two different two different um, houses. But you control who's muting everybody and all that stuff, yep. and all I have to do is yep. teach. Um, somebody, exactly. somebody gave that um, idea the other day. I forgot. I don't remember who I was talking to, but you know they were able to control all that, and then one person's just teaching. So like somebody might yeah. be really tech savvy, uh, like you guys, and then I'm just like, uh, just I just want to teach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right. That actually happened to us this last week because. You know, most of our staff are older. They're not um, really technologically advanced. Um, so I had to do, you know, do a lot of training how to even use PowerPoint or, I'm sorry, PDFs and how to mm-hmm. share their screen. And I just said, just all you have to remember is to share your screen. And I got the rest from yeah. there. Wow. Um, so, so she taught the lesson. She did the devotion and I moderated. Oh, yeah. that's, that's awesome. And we were in two different houses. Yeah. So... Just like you said, I mean, it doesn't have to be in the same room if if it, if it is and it works out that way, great. But, you know, having that extra set of hands to help make things go smoothly, mm-hmm. whether, I mean, honestly, whether you're using a Zoom meeting, uh, Google Meet, Hangouts, whatever you're doing, or even Instagram or, or YouTube or whatever, you know, platform you're using, having somebody on the backside to help out is going to be key. So, you know, try to try to solicit the help, try to get somebody to help out. Because I think that will make a big difference overall in how fluid it is and how smooth it goes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So. Um, so with you guys, as far as like the the you know the, the stuff that you're doing for your kids, I guess I would say, um, I think that this is where I've seen a lot of great ideas from you guys. And so obviously it's hard because we don't get to see them. And we just made a joke about like, man, I would, I would give to correct somebody right now. Um, (laughs) you know, because, but those are like the things that we are missing is we're missing the one-on-one interaction. So what are some ways that, what are some things that you guys are doing to keep your kids engaged into your ministry? I wouldn't even say just a service. I think it's, um, you guys, I believe you guys are doing stuff week round, right? Yeah. So, so, um, Honestly, like your your guys' ministry, I, I, I in, get inspired from you guys. Like, oh, we need to do something similar to that. Or that's awesome. So that's how I get inspired and come up with these <laughs> ideas. 
Um, so we're kind of feeding off each other's energy, and I love it. Uh, wow. So, like, Mondays we do challenges and activities, um, and I ask them to send me pictures of what they're doing. And uh, Tuesdays we do devotion where we do calls. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesdays, there's church. So we don't really have anything for the kids Wednesdays or Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And then Fridays, there's either kids church, which is another uh, children's ministry that's underneath us. Um, and then it went on those off nights, we do hangouts, which is like what we did last night, where it's really just more so checking in with the kids. We do prayer requests, praise reports. We do like a show and tell, something that they've done that week um, or a toy that they love. And then we play a game. It's only for 30 minutes. Mm. And uh, then Saturdays is our scripture Saturdays. And then obviously Sunday, Sunday school. Um, So these are a lot of things that help us stay connected with the kids. We're interacting with them quite a bit. Uh, Their parents, I've tied this all into a contest to kind of help motivate the kids and the parents to um, participate because that was a little bit of a challenge at first because yeah. I've only got you know one or two parents doing it and I'm like come on you know like this I really this is I'm trying to push you know to connect with your children so just like get on board and you know they're getting into the swing of things as well now so yeah um, it took a little bit to ramp up but definitely the contest helps so if you can add a contest, great. It incentivizes the, the children to like, hey, you know, I want to win. You know, everybody has that kind of drive. Like, I want to, yeah, competitive spirit. Like, yeah. I want to win. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to beat Susie or Sally. You know, like whatever it is. You know, but um, that kind of helped out. And so we're seeing now, obviously, more participation. The more and more we go, and and that's obviously a, a, a huge plus. So. Yeah, and actually, what I re- just started doing this week because. I was trying to think, like, how can I motivate the parents who are literally doing nothing? (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, without putting, because I was like, well, should I show all the points that the kids have? Like, I don't want to make some of the other kids feel bad because really, like, some of the kids are older, but some of them are young and they do need their parents' help to do this. Um, So I I asked all the teachers, because I'm constantly, I pretty much text them every day. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I let them know I'm sure you're tired of seeing my text messages so if you guys can shoot me your email um, I set up a calendar invite so that kind of eliminated me having to text them now yeah. um, but every week I'm sending them just their kids points and I did like a spreadsheet where it has like their name and the date that something would be that's supposed to be due and then I put points in each cell and then I've had parents say, hey. Um, like a report card, essentially. Yeah. Every oh, week okay. they're getting a report card for their kid. And it's like, wait a second, my daughter or my son, they, they should have had points that day. Why is there no points? Mm-hmm. And then they can go back and either ask their kid or they can be like, oh, man, we didn't get that turned in in time, right? Yeah. So I think Sister Jenna is going to like continue with that. But I think what happened was somebody was like, oh, we did that. We did that. We did that. Right. And then not really doing it, but it helped motivate them to be participate more. Yeah. So they're like, oh, wait a second. We actually really didn't do that. And then they felt, you know, a little bit of conviction on them, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's yeah. In a good way. And that's a great idea uh, as far as like, you know, like everybody, I think, is struggling with the whole how do I get parents involved? You know, how do I get how do I get my families involved? Because 
you know, and some of them are work. Some of the parents are working and some of them aren't, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, you yeah. know, and it's frustrating because, you know, it's, I think everybody who's doing children's ministry right now, um, you know, is, is frustrated when they jump online and they see there's only two people online, you know, yeah. and you've right. been posting <laughs> exactly. about this all week, you know, um, yeah. or you, you do a, you do a scavenger hunt or you do something and then no one does it. Um, and you're right. just like, oh, you know. But um, yeah. I think Come on. This... I, I thought about this all week. Come on. Yeah. Like, you put all your work into that video. You posted it online. You got three views a week later. And you're like, you know what? My treasure's in heaven. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, man. I know. We're getting double. We're getting double pay for this week. <laughs> for these, yeah, these weeks. Right. Um, <laughs> no, but I think that's great that you guys are doing it. You know, and you're like, Jennifer, you're texting parents. And that's like the huge thing is staying in communication with them as letting them know, right. um, you know, like even the report card thing I think is even in a greater idea because it's like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, nobody wants, nobody wants their kid to be in last place is kind of the mentality of this, which it's not like, it's not bad because this is like, great. It's like, you know, let's, let's start pushing, you know, let's just, you're not pushing anybody. You're just nudging them. You know, you're saying, exactly. You know, Hey, like, Hey, uh, you know, I probably should be more involved with my kid and, 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 have them participate more, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm a visual person, and when someone texts me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But if I were to see an actual like report or a chart or something mm-hmm. where I'm getting like zero, 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 I'd be like, oh man, okay, I need to do something about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And and, and, right. and those are those are some great ideas. I think that you know everybody's listening and they're probably just going, man, I, I never thought about doing that because that's, you know, like yeah. I said, that is the biggest issue that we're having is we're creating all this content. We're creating all this stuff for these, for the kids, for their kids, you know, and nobody watches it, you know? And that's, right. the, it's like, Oh, you know, like that's probably every children's minister's problem right now is there's like, Oh, how do I get people to watch this? You know, the first right. time we did a, we did an online service, we thought, Oh, it's going to have hundreds of views from our kids. Yeah. And then, like you know, like you said, we check three weeks later, and it's still at three. You know, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Exactly. I know. Like one thing we've been doing is tagging people in post um, that we've been posting. I just, I just said, just tag every parent you know in the church, every yeah. kid that has an account, every parent that has an account. I, I said, I don't care who it is, tag them. Um, and yeah. then, so we just started doing that, and that actually started helping. Um, we were getting more involvement from doing that because it's like, oh, people were looking at it. Um, another thing, mm-hmm. even we turned on, had showed people how to turn on push notifications. Um, yeah. you know, sometimes they oh, get, yeah, some, sometimes stuff online gets drowned out in all your 1500 cat Instagram accounts, you know, yeah. that you're looking at. And <laughs> yeah, so you may right. not see, you right. may not see what's going on at the church. Um, you know, yeah. because the grumpy cat is just there on the feed for like a day. Um, but you yeah. know, but you know, I put like I turned on the push notifications for our children's ministry. So anytime something's posted, because I may not always be the one posting the stuff on there, um, right. I get a notification. So I just did a quick little screenshot video and I showed the parents how to do it. And I said, "Hey, turn on the push notifications so that way you can always know when we're posting something, or always know when something's up. So that way you have, you know, we're giving everybody the tools they need to have their kids succeed. You know, in this time, right." Right. Exactly. exactly. That's good. Yeah. So, like, what our challenge is that a lot of the parents actually don't have Instagram. Mm. So, but some of them have Facebook or some of them don't even have any social media. Yeah. So, I was having, 
what I have to do right now is I have to post on Instagram, post on Facebook, and text them. Yeah. And I'm just trying to cover all bases because, you know, our group right now is small and, Mm -hmm. you know, every person counts. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to exclude anybody out of it. Exactly. Um, And I think that's like something that we're, we're, we need to work on is that we're only Instagram right now. But Instagram's big in our church um, mm-hmm. for yeah. all of our parents. Um, sure. But I was talking to a friend of mine. Um, he, he's a pastor. And he was telling me, he goes, Instagram's nothing at my church. He goes, Facebook. All my, all my members in my church are on Facebook. Our city is big on Facebook. And right. I was like, really? You know, I think, uh-huh. Yeah. I, I really think like that's exactly like, you know, it's almost like the thing is not a one size fits all. Every single mm-hmm. church is going to have its own different way in which it has to reach its people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, if, if Instagram works for you, use it. If Facebook works for you, use it, figure out how to use it the best way you can, the most effective way you can mm-hmm. and go that route. You know, I'm yeah. really big on trying to make sure that whatever tool I have, whatever thing I can use, like I want to use it to its fullest ability. And so if that tool is what I need to use to get the job done, like I'm going to try my best to maximize its product production, you know, it's, it's productivity. And so if in our case, what we're using, like how can I maximize these tools that I have? Yeah. Um, because maybe another tool won't work. So I'll just use the tool that I got to the best that I can to, to the best, you know, possible mm-hmm. and try to get to, you know, to reach these kids. So, you know, just like what you were saying, you know, you have to try to go the route that works for you in your area and, maybe you have to figure out what that route is or what that tool is. And once you figure it out, just roll with that and go with it. Mm-hmm. And are you guys using, I'm sorry, was it, you guys said that you were using Instagram live or, or I'm not sorry, Instagram live. I'm talking um, YouTube. We, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the very first time we thought you can record it on your phone, like mm-hmm. you can use your phone. And yeah. then we found out the hard truth that is YouTube doesn't allow you unless you have over a thousand subscribers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, we got about 10 minutes before the service starts. I'll just use the laptop. <laughs> and so I grabbed the laptop, opened it up, and it's Windows 2007. And oh, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll just go onto YouTube and start, right? Yeah. Oh, no, you need an encoder. Uh, well, where do I get one of those? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I go to the Adobe site, and it's not there. I can't get it. And you go to that site, and it wants to charge you. And I'm like, I got 10 minutes to go before I start. I, I, I need something. <laughs> so the biggest lesson there was test before. Yeah, <laughs> test, test, test. Try before prep make sure everything's ready to go because you don't want to have the disaster we had (laughs) and then the second time we we got everything set up and then we found out that the camera on my laptop does not work i mean sorry not the camera the the mic so we recorded it everything we we were on youtube live but there was no audio (laughs) (laughs) yeah so Test, test, test. Yeah, that was a disaster. Learn from our mistakes, uh, plural. So is YouTube working now for you guys? Um, or still work in progress? progress. We, we pretty much said, you know what, based on the fact that we're struggling so much with this and <laughs> the viewership on that was already low because, again, going back to the whole where can we be the most effective? Yeah. That one was like very low on that scale because it didn't have the viewership. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Even if we had perfect audio, it wouldn't have been like the most ideal situation. Mm -hmm. And so we said, you know what? We, we, we want to spend that much effort into it. Like already like like using ourselves in other areas. I feel like we should put our effort into something else. I feel like is more worth it for our situation. 
Yeah. Right. But yeah. what we are using YouTube for are either pre-recorded lessons mm-hmm. or, you know, what we were doing is recording our devotions, our Google Meets. Um, actually, a side note for that, if anybody does decide to do that, just make sure you have parental consent that you can uh, record the children, mm-hmm. um, whether it be voice or uh, audio, I'm sorry, video or voice. Because there's, if they're okay with just their voice but no picture, you could just tell them to turn off their camera, and then they can, um, if they want to answer a question, they could put it in the chat, and you could, you it pops up, so it works that way as well. It's not ideal, but it's a workaround. Yeah. Um, we actually have one of those parents who do not feel comfortable putting their children on YouTube. So, um, what we do right now is we just record the lesson between myself and the teacher. And then we post that on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the workaround we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Because we were doing that because we have some kids where parents have joint custody mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they're, they don't come every week. So they would, and they miss out on some days, but they still want their children to participate. So, uh, this allows them to make up some of the days. Yeah. yeah. And I think those are, those are really good points because you know, you're not thinking of, you know, you're just like, I want to put this out there because I want our church to view it. But you also think about like YouTube is a very large platform that everyone's right. going to view unless you have it right. restricted, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that's an avenue that we have yet to jump into. I have all of our videos saved on on a drive, um, you know, and that's something that I've been wanting to get into. It's just like, man, maybe we should put online, you know, on YouTube because YouTube's so universal; anybody can jump on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. yeah, just, but exactly. you know, and I say it this way: I think it's people have to think of it this way. We got the announcement on a Wednesday that we were going online Sunday. <laughs> you know, there was yeah. no, yeah. there was really not any time to prepare for this. You know. Yep. Yeah. And so exactly. a lot of us just kind of, you know, like you said, we were trying to figure this all out. I spent, you know, my entire Sunday morning, the first Sunday morning, yelling at my computer because uh, IGTV <laughs> wouldn't let me upload a 20 minute video. And, right. you know, and I had yeah. to split it up into two 10 minute videos. And I was so mad about it. And then, you know, we're learning all of this stuff as we're going. It's not like. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah, and then the sizing of IGTV can get cut off. Oh my goodness! If you have, if you videoed it, like mm-hmm. in portrait versus landscape, or landscape versus portrait, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a mess. Yeah. yeah. So you know, but like I said, we found this out on a Wednesday, and by Sunday we were online. So it's just you know, yeah. Don't I think people that are like still trying to get everything going. I don't don't be mad at yourself. You know, we're all learning this together and you, I think right. sharing this information is is important because you know, there's so many apostolics out here that are trying. And 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 I say yeah. that and I say that with 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 a sense of pride because we are trying. You know, there are right. churches that have more knowledge in this, you know. When I see um, Bakersfield Church posting their stuff, I'm like, man, their stuff is so awesome, you know. Um, I see yeah. Brother Philip Booker's stuff. I'm like, man, you know, Philip Booker is that's, like that's the tremendous. he <laughs> is he is like the top tier level of online yeah. content. Because, right. But you know, but it's because he's been doing this for so many years. He knows most of the headaches, you know. 
Um, yeah, exactly. And if you ask him, he'd be like, "Oh, I don't know nothing," you know. Um, <laughs> like, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like hey, he's pretty humble. Yeah, but we're then, all yeah. but we're all trying to just give our kids a sense of normalcy. You know, yeah. right. I want you know my goal, and and we do pre-recorded. My goal when I do pre-recorded services is I want these kids to feel like they're in my room. I want them to feel the same fun, the same excitement, the same presence of God in their house as they do when they're watching this at home, as they do in this room. I said, and my, our goal as a staff is to make sure that we are doing our best to give that, you know, um, you know, somebody was asking me like, well, how, how do I make a pre-recorded service feel like an apostolic Sunday school? I said, well, you know, Part of it is, is I allow the time for the things that we do in our church. You know, like when we're doing a song, I give some time at the end of the song. I don't just cut it. Sometimes I'll lift up. I'll say, lift up your hands. Let's worship. You know, yeah. I run, exactly. I'll run altar call music and I might be done talking and I'll just sit there in front of the camera and pray. And, you know, uh, I think the Sunday, the previous Sunday, um, we were praying and I was talking and then we all just started speaking in tongues, you know? And it's just because we want those kids to see that it's not like it's scripted, but we did, but we allowed the time for it. And I, and I think that's, and also, Uh and also if you, you know, have the parents on board, they can be the altar worker in that room at that point. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I always put it yeah, on mom and dad in the video. I said, mom and dad, help us out, you know? Yeah. Just like I'm yeah. instructing them. It, it, I would instruct them in this room. I'm instructing them online. And, right. you know, I think it's possible. It's hard. It's not to say that it's easy. You know, sometimes it's hard yeah. to try and figure out how to deliver a genuine service for your kids that, that they're right. going to feel what we do as apostolics, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, in my opinion, I feel like it's better than than them watching that. If there's no, no apostolic content, mm-hmm. then they might go to somewhere that doesn't have the full truth, and they might get that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So, it, in my opinion, it's better that they have the truth than than nothing at all. Yeah. And the right. last and the and uh, and I will I will be recording from my bedroom in my home if I need to. If it came down right. to that, yeah. to make sure that my right. kids are receiving apostolic content before they go and yeah. receive any Trinitarian content, content that, right. that I will, yeah. I will not allow that. I will do it on my phone. Right. I will make it look as rinky dink as I need to make it look. But you know what? It's that important to me that our kids are receiving apostolic content. And, right. and I think yeah. that if you have that mindset, it doesn't matter if you're like I and we were talking about this before we started. You know, you, you were saying, you know, like when I do my Thursday night lessons, my Thursday night lesson is live on Instagram and only live on Instagram. And the reason right. I did it that way is because I want kids to be able to type in and tell me they're there. Yeah. Um, that's my yeah. way of keeping connected with our children. Um and, you know, we were making the joke about it's the one man band, kind of like I have yeah. you know, yeah. a drum set. <laughs> Yeah, I have a drum set, I have a guitar, and it's tough. But, you know, it's like I wanted to make sure that I am providing as much as I can, and it's possible with one person. 
it's difficult yeah, it at times, yeah. you know, it's difficult. Like, you know, the other week I had to not run a Thursday night class because I was, I got hurt and my back went out. I was in oh. bed from, uh, from Tuesday night all the way to Friday. And I, there was no way I could get out of bed. And I said, well, I could put the phone up to my face, but <laughs> there's not much more to that, you know, and I was in and out of sleep and it was just a mess. And that's the difficulties of doing one person, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think it's possible. I think that if someone's saying, you know, it's not possible, that's not true. You just have to really no. just plan it out. You know, don't yeah. just jump into it. I mean, you can, but you're not going to get the quality that you want. And, you know. Yeah, you have to plan it out, practice, mm-hmm. and, you know, just trust God. Because a lot of times you have to go out of your comfort zone. Like, this is this whole thing is bringing me out of my comfort zone. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right um, along with you. Yeah. yeah, but the reward is great. You mm-hmm. know, seeing that kid that you've been working with you know, get baptized or get the Holy Ghost or even if we get excited about, you know, their parents are in the background, they're actually listening and that's what they've been praying about. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what we do, why we do the things we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. And we're, and we're a testimony to that, that, you know, we've had, I believe three to four kids baptized just since we've went uh, online, you know, like it's, it's possible. And I'm, I, I am always pushing on Sundays or on our Thursday nights, if you're not baptized, get baptized, you know, and I'm taking yeah. that time. And it's, you know, like I said, it's the apostolic content that we're pushing for. Don't think that, you know, I don't want any of my kids to ever think that just because they can't come to the church to have service doesn't mean they can't come to the church to get baptized because we will, you know. Oh, yeah. And so that's yeah. that's the, yeah. that's the narrative that we're pushing is that we want them to know it is not stopping. We'll baptize you in your bathtub if we need to baptize you in your bathtub. You know? Right. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, but that's the stuff that we're pushing is that, you know, we're doing this week in and week out because we want those results. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. We were, we had a lesson and, um, I had told my testimony to the kids about, cause it, uh, one of the teachers had said, you know, if you want to get baptized, we could do it. Just make sure, you know, your parents are on board and everything's all good, but, you know, we can meet you at the church and we can baptize you. And I told the kids, you know, when I got baptized, I waited because I wanted my grandma, because she was in the Philippines, to be mm-hmm. there. She's been such a spiritual influence in my life. And, you know, I waited and I waited, but I honestly regret waiting because you don't know. Tomorrow's never promised. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I, we were encouraging the kids, no matter what, if that's something that you want to do and you haven't got baptized yet, you know, definitely do it. Like that's the will of God for you, for this to happen. Yeah. 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 Today is the day of salvation. The yeah. Bible says what does hinder us, you know, hinders me. Right. So I, I think of that same exact thing, you know, we had a, I had a loved one who was dying on their hospital bed and, um, an aunt of mine and, and uh, another uncle who, you know, saved knows the truth. We went, we prayed and, family was there and we prayed and baptized her there in the hospital and you know months later she left that hospital healthy and fine she's Mm -hmm. still alive today and you know you think back about that and it's just like man like don't let anything hold you back you know Mm -hmm. and we have to encourage that with our kids you know there's there's a loved one of jen's a family member that um actually 
same exact situation. It was waiting, 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 you know, and we told them, you know, don't wait, don't wait. And, um, kept encouraging them then. And, uh, they actually said, you know what, I'm not going to wait any longer. They, they flew up to Northern California and they, they got together with us and we baptized them in a jacuzzi, you know, (laughs) made it happen. So, you know, don't wait, you know, Mm -hmm. if, if, you know, we have to make sure we convey that to the kids, like everything with, with, you know, receiving the Holy ghost. Don't think like, Hey, you know, I have to wait until this whole issue is over till we're all in a church. Um, you know, one of the testimonies I just shared as well with the kids was that I, I was seeking the Lord at a young age, trying to get the Holy ghost. And a lot of my friends at the time, the young boys in the church, we'd go and we'd go to the front to pray. And we were all trying to get the Holy ghost around the same exact time. And it kind of seemed like we were just up there kind of going through the motions. Right. Mm -hmm. But when I found a place to pray on my own, when I decided that, you know what, by myself, I was like, I got to have, you know, the Holy Ghost. I want to have a touch from God. I want to get a hold of God. Um, that was when I got the Holy Ghost. You know, yeah. seven years old, I found I found God or I got caught, you know, the Holy Ghost, received the Holy Ghost. And it was because I had that desire in my own, you know, my own heart that, you know what, I'm going to put all this stuff aside. It doesn't really matter. All this other stuff doesn't matter but I want the Holy ghost. I want to have this experience for myself and you don't have to wait later. Like, honestly, like if I can do it when, you know, it's just like me by myself praying, you know, these kids don't need to have, we don't need to be in a, in a big old revival service. It doesn't have to be like a three week revival. It doesn't have to be, it could be literally just right in their bedroom with, Mm -hmm. you know, them calling on God or maybe their parent right there praying with them, but they don't need anything special. I mean, God can move right where they're at. And so, um, you know, it's the same thing, you know, you don't have to wait. And I think this is something that I, I, that I took away from the Southern California children's conferences that, you know, when, when every single lesson, it really needs to be about this, you know, it has to be that we're getting to the, the ultimate goal is to bring them to God. And if every single lesson is in this way is, is trying to bring them closer to that relationship or that walk with God, um, you know, showing them the truth, you know, that's, that's where we, that's where we got to go. I mean, that's, that's really ultimately where every lesson should be. So that way these children are, you know, getting that, that apostolic, you know, one God content that they're, you know, bringing them to a relationship with God is so important, so key. And we need to really stress and emphasize on that every single lesson. And in this time now, even more so. Yeah. And, And I think that's really important is that, you know, we have to make sure that we are pushing the urgency of this, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I, and I, I think that is the most important thing that we can do is, and, and I've been guilty of not putting the urgency on it. And, you know, I've, right. I've done it in the past where I've like, you know, you know, if when you're ready, you know, like, no, it's not when you're ready. Yeah. Like, you know, the yeah. Bible says now, you know? And yeah, so, exactly. and so that's what, and, and I've had to learn that, you know, it's not that it was me being, you know, me doing it on purpose. It was me saying, right. you know, like, Hey, I need to push this urgency. And so, especially yeah. right now, and I've been like, Hey, you know, like now's the time don't wait, you know? Yeah. Right. And I, and I always exactly. re- remind the kids like you can get it in your living room right now where you're at right now. I believe you can get the Holy yeah. ghost right exactly. now, you know, and Amen. you know, don't wait and just let's do it now. And, and I think that that needs to be, I think that that, not that it needs to be, I think as apostolics and, and children's ministers, we need to make sure that we're pushing that, pushing that. Yeah. You know? We need to encourage that and well, push that. 
That's how it was in the early church. You know, Mm -hmm. they didn't go to one big, massive church. They were at home. Yeah, 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 definitely. From door to door, house to house. Yeah. You know, and and that's really what it comes down to. We really we're kind of going back to that almost in a sense. And, um, you know, we, we have to be willing to say, you know what, kind of, you know, God isn't limited to a certain way of operating. God doesn't, God isn't limited to a certain way and saying, Hey, God can only move this way or God can only do things this way. And when we do that, we put God in a box and kind of say, Oh, God's restricted to this. But at the end of the day, God's ways are higher than our ways. Our memory verse for last week or this week because you know, Isaiah 55 and 9, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, you know, right? His ways are higher than our ways. And there's so many things that, that God can do that you might think you have it figured out. You might think, oh, man, God, God works this way. But then all of a sudden, God just flips the script on you. And it's like, no, God, God isn't limited on what we think he can do. You know, God can do so much more. Mm-hmm. And there is no limit to what God can do. So because of that, you know, in this time and in this hour, don't think like, oh, I, I can only get the Holy Ghost in a group setting with all my friends or, or at church, at revival services or, or whatever it is. But no, God can move and operate in every single situation right now. Yeah. So. And I and, and I think this, I don't know, it kind of makes me think about this. It's like, I don't want a Cornelius in my in my Sunday school. I, <laughs> you know, I want I want yeah. I want yeah. them to be baptized. You know, I I. Yeah. I don't want them just to be able to tell me the fruits of the spirit. I want them to be, to live the fruits of the spirit and yes. and fill right. the spirit, you know? Um, yeah. and, and, you know, it's not that, you know, Cornelius wasn't a bad man because the Bible says that he was, he was a good man. You know, he followed, he was God fearing, but he was yeah. lacking that one thing. And that's what we have to think about. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, our kids are like, they're lacking that one thing and we got to make sure that they get it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, and I think you, I think you guys are are doing a tremendous job. I I, I can't stress that enough. You guys are Thank you. are Thank really you. just you know keeping your church engaged, um, and doing whatever it takes. And that's really what it comes down to. That's what all this whole talk is really coming down to. It comes down to somebody just saying, "I'm not going to let this time slip by and not, and just sit down and do nothing." You know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, the for yeah. some ministries. And I can't speak for everybody's ministry because I'm not in charge of them. But my ministry, <laughs> I said, I am, as soon as I knew this was happening, I said, okay, let's develop a plan. I said, I am yeah. not yeah. sitting a week by without doing something for them. And really that comes down to, to yourself is saying, exactly. I'm yeah. not going to let a week go by with our kids lacking some teaching. Right. You know, it's so important for the kids to still feel connected to the church, especially for the kids where their parents don't come to church. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, you're you're a, you're the lifeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it, this is a lot of work. Yeah. This is a lot. I've, I'm doing double, triple the amount of work that I used to do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, like if even if it's saving one soul. Like, it's so worth it. Worth it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I was just going to say that. Like all of this, it's so worth it. At the end of the day, like you know, we we joke about the whole thing. Like my treasure is in heaven. But at the end of the day, you're impacting, you're reaching souls, you're ministering to kids' lives. And if one of them, you know, is saved because of this, like, dude, it's so 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 worth it. 
Yeah. Um, there is no, no, you know, no, it, all of this stuff becomes like, it, how do I say it? it? It's just like, you know, that you can't put a price tag on how, how valuable and how important this is when you look at it in that respect, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's just so, so critical that we continue to keep these kids connected to the church, connected yeah. to the body, connected mm-hmm. and engaged, you know, growing. Yeah. So. I saw this, I saw this meme and it kind of, this sums it up. Um, it, it, it was, a the lady with all the graphs and numbers by her face and she's thinking and it said no kid men events plus no weekly kid men programs equals three times work <laughs> yeah i saw that, I saw that. And, and but oh, you know what? what and that is a hundred and ten percent true but you yeah. know yeah. what yeah. i would have it no other way yeah. no if yeah. I, as long and you know and it's like how much someone said one time how much is a soul worth and it's it's right. a lot of work it's probably more work. And especially if you're an essential worker, you're working double the amount of work at work. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. coming on the weekends, that's why, like, you know, the guys at work are like, oh, how was your weekend? I'm like, yeah, it was great. You know, They're like, oh, did you get to rest? Uh-huh. I'm like, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. That's what, that's what they asked me. Like, oh, you had the weekend off. I go, well, I didn't have it off from work. <laughs> <laughs> but you know right. what? I did a different work. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always tell my oh my second job or my first job. I should yeah. say my first job. This is my second job. <laughs> but, exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. But you know what? It's a lot of work. But if you, you know, like you guys said, develop a plan, develop a schedule, delegate to the people that need to be delegated to, and that's the yeah. thing is, that I'm trying to delegate as much work as we can um, from people that are at, at home. Um, that aren't coming. So I have one lady that her and her family stay home and they don't come down to the church on the weekends. And I told, and I, and when I announced this, I said, if you don't feel comfortable with this or you can't, I said, don't feel, don't feel bad that you have to tell me no. I said, just tell me. Yeah. I say, but her, yeah, she's in charge of our scriptures. So okay. I know that I delegated that to her and she takes care of all our scriptures for us organizing it, giving it, telling the people who need to record whatever they need to record. She takes care of it. I don't have to do it, you know, but that's one person that, that may not be able to attend the church on a Saturday or any other day to help do what we need to do. But I know that they're working hard to keep our ministry going. And so that's what we've done with everybody. It's just, we've given somebody, you know, different people, different tasks that may not be able to attend you're still being involved. I'm still going to text you and say, hey, I need you to record a video for our children. Can you send that mm-hmm. to so-and-so so we can get it uploaded? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I think that if we do that, it, you know, it's not, it's hard work, but anything that, anything that's going to turn out great is going to take hard work. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, yeah. I want to thank you guys for joining me, for sharing your guys's your wisdom, your, your, your trials and errors. And, um, <laughs> you really yeah. just your heart for your, for your children. Um, and I appreciate you, you guys taking the time, um, on this Saturday. Like, you know, we were just talking about everybody's busy, but I really appreciate you guys being able to just share with us some of the stuff that you guys are doing during this time. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Thank you for having us. Um, thank you. Thank you, you know, for being been... such an awesome resource. <laughs> yeah. You know, your, your, your guys' ministry has truly blessed us, you know, like, Jen said, you guys have been a huge resource for us, and Kingdom Minded Podcast has just been truly amazing. Like listening to everything and and just I don't know, just gleaning. the whole yeah, gleaning as much as we can from it. The whole 
premise behind it being kingdom minded. It's just, it's amazing. It's awesome. You know, being a servant for God, doing what we can to be a blessing to the kingdom of God. Um, it's what it's all about. And so thank you for having us. Thank you for inviting us on. I appreciate it. Really do. Thank you guys. I appreciate it so much. Um, thank you guys for listening and taking time to, uh, hear our funny stories and, uh, all the stuff in between. Um, but you know, folks make sure, um, just jump in and do it and do something different tomorrow. Don't wait till the, you know, later on, just do it. Um, and thank you guys for listening and remember folks, stay kingdom minded.